Hello, everybody. Welcome to Aimless and Arbitrary. We're your chronically curious hosts. I'm Brett. And I'm Christina. Welcome to the Hot Mess Express. Choo-choo! We're going to cackle from the start because you guys can't see it, but Christina gave me a look like, are you going to you going to remember to be the Hot Mess Express? I almost forgot our slogan. Literally, my brain was like, we're your... We're us. We are a hot mess. I can't remember that. We are... Getting the dust off our <laughs> process because of the holiday break. What's that song? Get, get that, that dirt off, off your shoulder. shoulder. You gotta get that. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We Gosh haven't recorded it. it feels like in forever. Yeah. But first time. I feel like we forever. had it down to a system and then we took a break and now we're newbies again. Yeah. We lost it. We Sorry, lost guys. Our skills. Just kidding. <laughs> we have a lot of updates though. You're a welcome lot of for updates. having missed a week. And not having recorded for two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, because we were ahead. Well, let's see. Well, first, we do have to apologize to you guys. We are very sorry. Oh, We talked some mad shit about Apple Podcast. We did. um, And said people only listen on Spotify and then checked our analytics, and we were very incorrect. Yeah, it's like 70% (laughs) of our listeners are from Apple Apple Podcast. So the best way to be successful, I've learned, is I think we should just shit on our audience because that's what we just did. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really, we're sorry. That Spotify is how we listen to our podcasts and we just... We just assumed everybody was like us. We are the center of the universe. We were 100% in agreement, so that must be the truth. (laughs) That's the only place podcasts exist. And I realized in our early episodes, I was like, we're going to be wherever you can get your podcasts on. Little did I know that getting your like podcasts available on multiple different platforms is not that easy. I guess it sort of makes sense because you have to reach out to everyone. Sort of. So for anybody out there who's interested in making a podcast on Anchor, at least, and most places that will um, disperse your podcast, they give you an RSS feed. And you have to take that feed to each different platform and apply it. And like it's kind of like an application, but it's super easy. You just put in, you make an account and you put it in and they either approve it or they don't for like whether it's legit or not. Really, there's no reason for ours for them to not approve it. Anyway, but I had to go through all these fucking different ones. One of them tried to make me pay and I was like, bitch, no. No, 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 no. Our podcast is not available on that one. I will not say names, but it's not on that one. Can't find it. Just assume we tried. Just assume it's because they tried to make me pay for it. And I said, nah. (laughs) But now we are on a lot of them. We're on like Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, whatever podcast addict is. There's like pod break. Addict like addicted or attic like the top of the house? Addict. Like drugs. Got it. Okay. I'm addicted to drugs. But yeah, we're sorry that we shit on all of you Apple Podcast listeners. But while looking at the stats, we did learn that we have listeners in other states now. Yeah, we have listeners we don't know. We Which love you. Which is a big thing. Thank you so much. <laughs> There's whoever you are in Virginia who is listening to our podcasts. Thank you. There's, I don't know how many of you, but you're like 60% of our listenership right now. So thank you very much for all We love of you, your, Virginia. Your time. And didn't you say there's someone in Boston now? Yeah, and there's someone in Boston. So thank you. We love you too. Our friend Caitlin, who gave us permission, she's also our number one fan. She gave us permission to say her name on here. Oh, okay. I was like, bruh. (laughs) Love you, Caitlin. (laughs) (laughs) We won't share any other information about her, but 
She's our number one fan. I think she and, said she listened to all of them. Oh, that's great. And we did. We were joking around saying that we're influencers now because my sister listened to our best friend quiz episode and her response was to go out and buy pistachio ice cream. So we're influencers <laughs> yeah, in we're, the ice cream community. Yeah, we're influencing the public <laughs> of our approximately 17-person audience. Thank you. We love you guys. Honestly, I'm surprised that people we don't know would want to listen to us. I have a friend who says that anyone who makes a podcast is basically a narcissist to think that people want to just listen to you talk, which we are sure. doing it. So I guess there is a, a like part of narcissism. But I think the part that takes away is that I didn't think people would, would want listen. to listen to us. You're like, we're just going to throw it out there. And if people find it, people find it. Exactly. And it seems like that's what's happening. But yeah, all of you guys who are out there, I have a thing that I wanted to apologize for that is not the Apple podcast thing. But you guys need to follow us on social media so that I can apologize to you faster than having to wait for the next episode. And then what happens if you don't listen to this episode? Then you're never going to hear my apology. Anyway, so I listen to the full episodes, right? And like review them in case there's something messed up or something. I'm like, oh, we need to take that out. But I was listening to our last one in the best friends when we were talking about New Year's resolutions, which just does tie into one of our check-ins. And I was talking about the gym and how I was like, I feel like I should have some seniority because I always go to the gym. And I literally heard it and I was like, wow, I sound like such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> like what the actual fuck? I said it and then I listened back and actually heard what I said. And I was like, that's so against everything else that, that I practice like do. Yeah. and do to think at any point that I should be better than because I go more often than someone who's starting now is so stupid. And I take it back and I learn from hearing myself. Take backs. <laughs> there are take backs. There is room for growth. This is also why I don't agree with cancel culture, because I think people say things mm -hmm. and then when they actually get to hear it or get some feedback, that's how people grow. And yeah, you have and to also, agree that they could. Like grow. sometimes like you're just like you're on a roll, you're talking and the thought behind what's coming out of your mouth just is a little bit lessened. Like, yeah, it's just not there. But I apologize to everybody. If you are a New Year's resolution person and you decided to go to the gym, you know, go you. We're I, rooting for you. Yeah, rooting for you. I don't even go to the gym anymore. But be careful because Omicron is uh, the Omarion variant. <laughs> is that, have you guys not seen the jokes nope. that people are calling it the Omarion variant? No. He went on TikTok and literally made a video making fun of it. But it's bringing Omarion back. He was irrelevant for a long time. Omicron. I don't even know who this person is. He's a, a musician, I guess. Oh. He's a rapper, right? Omarion. Doesn't he rap or does he sing? I don't know. See, I don't that's know how irrelevant he, he was until Omicron came out. I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Patrick Starr back. Yeah. Back again I under like, Dwayne. I have no idea what you're talking about. But um, I forgot how he came out. Yeah, the Omicron variant is out. So if you're going to the gym, just be careful. But the other thing I thought of when I was listening to this and I was like, wow, that is so, I don't know, just um, stupid. It's stupid. Basically, it's a terrible thing to say um, is if you really do want to start going to the gym, you should wait like two months because it takes a really long time to build a habit. Most of the time, that's when they see like a big fall off, just like they do in relationships. It's like you can only pretend to do something for three months 
essentially, if you're not really into it. So if you wait a couple months, the gym might be even less anxiety inducing for you if you're like, I don't want to go when literally hordes of people are going to be there. Hmm. So, yeah. And someone else said something. Sorry, I'm going on about this for a long time. That they're like, we should wait. Instead of celebrating New Year's, we should wait until June to see how the year goes before we decide if we're going to celebrate it or not. (laughs) I was like, there you go. Same thing with the gym. Just wait a few months and decide if you really want to do it. Every every New Year's has been happening ever since COVID. It's like, oh, well, we'll celebrate, but please, God, (laughs) be better. Please be better. But speaking of resolutions, I did make one. What's your resolution? Um, I did not make one as my usual. <gasps> Shocked. Shocked. <laughs> no, I did make one. So I said in the last one, I didn't know what it was going to be. I'm going to practice mindfulness. So I have been which way? meditating okay. every day, not just like by myself. I'm doing a guided meditation thing. So I downloaded Headspace, not sponsored, unless you want to sponsor us. Then please sponsor us. We're available for sponsors now, according to the platform thing. So... We are we are going to your target audience, which is like twenty seven to thirty. Apparently. Don't straight to the people who want to sponsor. <laughs> yes, we're we here are for you. Headspace sponsor us because I actually use your things. You're on Nike Run Club where they do mindful runs, which I think is helpful if you don't, you know, aren't down to sit down and meditate. And then I downloaded their app, so there's like a basics thing where it teaches you the foundations of it. Anyway, that's my resolution. So I'm gonna become. A more mindful person. I want to become more calm and less anxious. So we're going for it. That's the goal. And I have done it so far. I did miss one day because I forgot, but eh. okay. It does progress. It's not an everyday thing. I was like, I want to do at least three times a week. Yeah. Is like the goal. Minimum three times a week, I could do more. So if I miss a day, that's still five, six times. So boom. Boom. And also there's been so much has happened since we last podcast. Like, I know. It's just... going to take us a hot minute to get to our topic. but So let's see. So New Year's Eve, you know, I had my little shindig. It went well. Um, I did not had... attend. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly it was the snow. Even on the Monday following, like after it rained and everything, I almost did not make it out of my driveway. Yeah. The, yeah. So we got, for our non-local listeners, we got snow on the 26th. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere. We knew that snow was on the forecast, but it looked like just a little bit. And nah, brah, for us, we got a lot. Yeah, it we said like, less than one inch predicted. We got eight inches. inches overnight. So everyone went to sleep on Christmas like, ew, it's a little chilly out. We'll wake up with some frost. Woke up, everything's covered in snow. Yeah, and then the Monday after that was six degrees outside. Yeah, nothing so melted nothing for melted. like a full week. Like, it was an icicle. But... A sad part about my New Year's Eve party is um, we were all hanging out, whatever. It was at like 3.30 in the morning. So we're at the point where like most of people have kind of, you know, air mattresses are out. They're going to sleep. And I get, I hear this authoritative knock on my door. And obviously I was drunk to have the balls to just open the door at <laughs> 3.30 in the morning. But I opened the door and there's a police officer. And I was like, oh, fuck. I mean. It's not like, why do we get a noise complaint now? (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, do you drive this car and this car? And I was like, oh, yeah. That's a terrible question to get asked at 3.30 in the the morning morning on New Year's Day. And he goes, yeah, so uh, someone was driving down the road and hit your guys' parked cars. 
So you guys need to come out and look at it. Uh. So one car was mine and one car was someone's who was at the party. And basically what occurred is this person's going down the road. I am not, you know, a car accident specialist, but I can tell you it's a residential road with ice. Like we said, hella snow. And he was driving fast enough down a residential road to total two cars, potentially three. Because my car's in the auto body shop waiting to see if it's officially declared as totaled. But he hit my friend's car who was parked behind me. Her car hit my car. And he like veered to the side. And he stopped inches from one of my other friend's cars. Like you can see when they towed the car away where his tire tread stopped. And it was like six inches away (laughs) from Uh, That person dodged a bullet. And, And the thing that's particular about this accident is he called 911 saying he got an accident but then he left on foot so by the time the cops got there he was not there but his car was just ditched his i'm sorry my um again it's my family they're annoying fine christina's phone rang again Again. and also last time it wasn't a phone call it was a text whatever um if we have to cut if she calls again then we can um, that person had to have my conclusion. They had to have been under the influence oh, to call the police guess. and then walk away. So here's the thing. Like, what do you think the, is going to happen? What the insurance agent said, what the like new story is. But to me, I feel like, you know, sometimes you fuck up and then you wake up and you come up with a lot of an, an alternative story to what occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude said that, you know, because his car was total. It was donezo. Yeah. And he said that his car couldn't stay on. His phone was about to die. And it was super cold, which is true. Three in in the morning, you know, Mm -hmm. very cold. So he was like, fuck, I'm going to freeze to death out here. And so he used his last bit of battery to call a friend to come pick him up. But he left no note or anything like that. And what's a load of bullshit. And what's interesting to me is... So my I'm I still rent where I live as I'm as I rent. So all of like long term things are still sent to my parents' house. So my car is registered to my parents' address still mm-hmm. because I'm like, well, I don't want to keep updating this every time I move. Like right. we'll just keep it here. So it's not as if the cops looked up my plate and knew the address and knew which house because it wouldn't have helped them. They just were like, oh, there's a, all these cars are direct around this one driveway, mm-hmm. and came and knocked on the door. So I, I'm like, if you were just sitting there, like, what do I do? Maybe try knocking. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why don't you knock on someone's door? I mean, so, it's like so maybe- this plays into sexism, but I feel like if it was a woman, I would understand more why they were like, I'm not staying here by myself at night for any prolonged period, and I'm not going to knock on someone's door to find out. Because... Women, unfortunately, are a little more vulnerable. But if it's yeah. a dude, there mm-hmm. comes a lot of privilege with being a dude. And to also, go like, knock. and they just seem like they would be way more likely to just not, just not give a fuck and go knock on someone's door. But I'm just like you told, like, oh, and also, I guess an important part of the story. It's not like he just walked away. From, his car was full on blocking the road. His car was blocking the road, like across the whole street. My friend's car had been pushed into my car, which turned her tail end out. Her car was partially blocking the street. Yeah. Like, how do you just walk away? The other thing is, if you called a friend to come get you, 
then that friend sits there and stays with you and you sit in their nice warm car that is yeah. working until someone shows up. So it's just a very interesting, like when the insurance agent was talking to me about it, I was like, sure. Okay. <laughs> so are <laughs> like, they not classifying it as a hit and run then? Well, that's what the cops were classifying it as, but I'm not sure if like they updated their report based on. I mean, that's a felony, isn't it? It's a misdemeanor, I think, in Washington. You can still go to jail for a misdemeanor. Yeah. I think it was like X amount of days and like a couple thousand dollar fine. But I bet they were intoxicated because it's better to like wa- I walk away, I guess, and make up a story about why so that you can try and get away with it. than wait there, have them breathalyze you and then get a DUI. Yeah. On top of it. So it's been a it that is a, not me telling the audience to go crash into someone's car no, if you're drunk and then leave. Don't do it because it you will go a, to jail. It's for just a very like, unfortunate thing to happen. And like what's annoying on my side. So I feel awful for my friend because like she her car was a newer car. And so it's going to be tricky for her mm-hmm. and everything. But with my car, what sucks is I was literally one car payment away from paying it off. Fuck one. <laughs> I had the last one is like due in a few days. So I'm going to have to pay it off while it's in an auto body shop wondering whether or not it's totaled. Damn. So I was talking to my family about it and they Uh said my mom's car, the same thing happened. Not the same exact thing. Like her car got declared totaled. Totaled. Yeah. Which is basically them just saying that. It costs costs more to fix it than the value of your car. Than the value. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can decide yeah. To have them fix it anyway. And in the long run, you might still save money because you'll have been done with your car payments. Yeah. So, so we'll then getting a new car. It just kind of depends on what it is. Because the problem is, if what's br- what I think is broken is broken, like there's, there's nothing we can do. I think my frame's bent. Oh. So I have an SUV and that had a tow hitch. The tow hitch is pointing down to the, gr- like, closer it's angled downwards and like i have a picture of the back of my car and the tow hitch isn't centered to my car anymore it's like to the left yikes so it's i mean if there's like there's no way to fix that if the whole frame of my car is screwed then that kind of is what it is but that is like i'm showing brett the picture right now see getting your frame bent is so deceiving because your car looks like not that bad yeah, and then also I'm also showing about the picture. I have a dent in the center of like my trunk door. It's a full puncture. It just looks like a dent. It's a full puncture. It's a full on hole. Yeah, like how fast did this dude have to go to do that? And also my friend who was parked behind me, she had like Red Bulls in her cup holder and she had one of those air freshener plugins on the vent mm-hmm. and they were up and over the dash like smashed against the windshield. What the fuck? <laughs> like, how did this? Is this person not injured? I mean, I guess we'll never know. We'll but never know. How could you hit someone at that speed and not hurt? Did their airbags deploy? Yeah. Oh yeah, they had like curtain airbags like down the side and everything. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was massacre in the street. Like when we came out, I was like, because when I hear like, oh, your car's got hit, I kind of thought it was like a side swipe, like scratches all the way down the side. Mm-hmm. But there was basically like just two crumpled cars blocking the street. And then my car, in the dark of night, looked okay. I was like, oh, I maybe fared okay. And then the next morning, you know, we were... T- Ooh, bleep her name. We <laughs> we were... My friend and I, we were talking about what happened, telling everybody about it. 
And then we went out to look at my car and we're like, oh, okay. It actually looks worse than we had thought. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that we are like trying to protect the identities of everyone else in our life with, unless we have their permission. Well, yeah. I if think any that's of you guys are thing to do. Yeah. If any of you guys are listening and you don't care if we say your names, you know, just hit it up like our hit us up like our other friend did. Yeah, just say I'm okay if you guys say my name. Save Josh the effort of having to bleep it. Yeah. Josh would probably appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah. And so that is, you know, some of our New Year's updates. Uh it's been interesting. <laughs> Yeah, it's been, and you know what? The reason why this podcast is, I've decided being named 2022 is cursed is because first of all, it started off with a big old fucking accident. Yep. The snow. Mm-hmm. Um, Something else. Ha- I can't remember. Betty, Betty White, White died, died. And that is super Literally sad. like week, a week, two weeks before, before she was going to be a hundred yeah. years old. She did go in her sleep, which is like the, the dream, but um. If nobody got that, it took me out second. I was like, she went to her sleep, which is the oh, the oh, (laughs) (laughs) but really, it is like an ideal way to die. Yeah, that's like what people say. Betty White, if she was gonna die, that's the way she deserved to die. Is that sounded terrible? That's the way she deserved to die, but she died peacefully in her sleep. That's a good way to go. But 2022 is still cursed. Yeah, it's been a rough, it's been a rough time. Mm-hmm. It has not been the best of days. No. Though it did finally stop snowing, bless up. Yeah, that was, when the snow started melting, it was very, I was like, this is great. My dog can actually go outside, <laughs> like, and not be, like, struggling. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another reason 2020, I'm being so negative, I don't give The reason, another reason it's cursed, I know now I went basically this whole pandemic without really knowing anyone who had gotten it. Like, I knew people by association, but I wasn't, like, personally close with anybody who got COVID. Mm -hmm. I have family members who have gotten COVID now, multiple coworkers who got COVID. I have been exposed to COVID now twice, like, closely exposed. You guys got exposed. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't catch it, but, like, your family has gotten COVID now. Like, it's everywhere. It's all up in everywhere I thought we were going to be better, but based on South Africa's numbers, apparently we're peaking right now and it should start peter going out. down. Yeah, I know. And that's also one thing this ties into like wedding updates is everyone, not everyone, but a few people have been like reaching out to us about it. And it's a little frustrating because I get it's coming from a good spot. Like they're just wondering what's happening. But at the same time, it's like we've all been living our lives with COVID. We know what to do. To minimize mm-hmm. it. So will things be a little bit different at the wedding because of the way cases are? Yes. But are we entirely just like axing it? No. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is financial. We like um, in our contracts with some of our vendors, if the city limited how many people could be at our event, then we could cancel and like move things around. But if we just say we are uncomfortable, but there's been no change in city laws, we just lose all of the money. Oh, shit. So you so- would really need. Like, we would need the city to say, like, you can't host private events of more than, you know, X amount of people. That's a smaller number than our wedding. Mm. And so it's like, well, we'll just do what we can, you know. Have there been changes as to how things are going to go? I already knew we were going to have to be masked. No, but that's, like, basically it, you know. And, like, mm-hmm. I think it may be impacting the people that are, like, 
we have a handful of people who haven't RSVP'd yet. And I kind of wonder if it's because they're waiting to see. And it's like, that's fine. You the know? RSVP, R- wow. The RSVP date has passed. I was late. Yes. You by were four late. days. That but was my like, family's fault. But it's fine. Like, and I'm not like too worried and hounding people yet because I get like people are probably leery and they're waiting to see. So we'll just make it work. But I think what I've been trying to do is shift my thoughts instead of being like, oh, my God, how are we going to have COVID at the wedding? How are we going to have COVID at the wedding is being like, despite COVID, we are having a wedding. So can we just enjoy the wedding Mm-hmm. With the safety precautions that we all know, it's like there's no safety precaution difference. Yeah. You know, than what we're already used to. Like we already know mm-hmm. what it is. So just like adopting that as like this is the normal. Yeah. And not panic about it and then focus on the actual wedding. Yeah. And it seems like that is going to be the normal. Yeah. I saw on a friend, like, well, they're basically family, um, but their Instagram story. And they were posting about how Biden is now moving toward, like, how do we adjust to COVID yeah. rather than trying to, to eradicate, like it, eradicate it. Yeah. COVID. Because it seems like we're it's going to be around forever, it seems yeah. like now. It's I like mean, we're new- two years, and we're all so focused on, like, how do we get rid of it? How do we limit it? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. To, like, people are going to get it. What are the precautions you can take where it's, like, if you get it, it's a bad do. cold. Yeah. And, and I like, get you can try and prevent these things. It's going to, I think it's like the flu now at this point where it's like, yeah, if you're unvaccinated, you're going to get it and it could kill you. If you get vaccinated, you will get, you still might get it, but yeah. you're probably not going to die. <laughs> and that's what we're going for is people not dying. Yeah. And so it's, I've just, over the last week or so, I've been really trying to pivot my brain because I realized my to-do list for the wedding wasn't getting any shorter. And I felt like I was just constantly going over the stuff for the wedding because all my brain like effort was going towards just COVID. Mm. And I was like, but that there's still a wedding to plan. <laughs> like I still have yeah. to do things. We're 33 days away. Yeah. And so it just, it is what it is. People mm-hmm. aren't comfortable because of COVID. I completely understand. Thank you. Don't come. Yeah. You know, and then if people come, like we're going to do our best. Like they'll... Like one of my big decisions that I'm working on right now, I say big decisions, not, is whether or not to provide clear masks for the whole wedding. Because I mm-hmm. that's what originally I was decided, yeah, we're just gonna do that. Because more people will probably be better about wearing masks if they're clear, because then you're Yeah, you're not the losing. new CDC thing though is to wear double mask. Exactly. And so that but I had made that decision like mm, three months ago. So I was like, uh, well, I don't know. Like, is it even worth it? Yeah. And trying to like decide. And so that's like a thing of a ton of mental effort. I was looking online, all the best ones. What ones would people wear? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, but I haven't actually done anything of shit that actually needs to get done for the wedding. So we're just going to leave COVID behind. There's plenty of reasons it's cursed. This wedding is not going to be one of them. We're going to have a great time. I finally got my shoes. I got my earrings. I don't have to wear a bra with my dress, which is literally a win. Mm -hmm. I got Spanx, which I have never owned before. And I'm wearing them, but... My dress is like a corset top, and then it just kind of flows out. I really don't need to wear Spanx. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I they're kind of like pointless. for, like, the fabric flow if you want that yeah. as a priority. And, like, m- the dress splits all the way up to yeah. the corset top. So oh, I did not know that. So if something happened, 
Yeah. It, I would I really have to like pull it apart oh, okay. to do it. Like it <laughs> like, definitely has a good amount oh, of like overlap. Oh, it crosses over. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like they're two separate. Yeah, it's like a wrap attached. skirt almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um if something really bad happened, you know, into the reception, mm-hmm. then at least they're not going to see in your my drinky hoo-ha. drinks. <laughs> like, and things happen, yeah. yeah. At least you're not going to see anything scandy. Yeah, I had a dress fitting yesterday, and uh, my the like person's doing my alterations. I put on my dress, and she looks at me. She literally immediately grabs like right by the side, like under my armpit, a little bit. And she goes, "You lost weight." And she looked at me and I was like, oh, I did? Because <laughs> just the holiday season happened. She was like, yeah, congratulations. Good for you. You Stop can't do that, doing that anymore. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't trying to. <laughs> like, I was like, it was not a goal at all. I think I've just been like so stressed. Like I just mm, haven't mm-hmm. been really. Yeah. I've been having like two meals a day recently. Oh, and they're see, not. I've been eating regularly, but I think the stress is I lost like six pounds in a week. Mm. I didn't change anything. Yeah, I think it was just like, uh, I was fortunate enough to not have to like my, the company I work for closes down for the holidays. And so I would just laze about and I was like, why eat? And there was so much stuff to do. And then I'd be like, oh shoot, it's two o'clock and I haven't had food. Mm-hmm. Then I <laughs> Trigger warning for anybody with eating disorders out there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we're talking about weight loss. Well, well, it was actually like, and that was like the thing. It, it wasn't, wasn't even purposeful. a goal. And then she, <laughs> as I was leaving my appointment, she was like, okay, so this is going to be our game plan. And you do not lose any more weight. Do you understand? And I was like, yes. <laughs> How do you? I guess you're going to have to weigh yourself I'm now, not. though. I don't care. Oh. So I was like, because <laughs> what happens if you gain weight? Exactly. That's why I'm like, if I'm too focused on it, like, I'm just. Mm. Yeah, that would freak me the fuck out. No. Anyway. But chat, chat. We're going to get to our topic. I think that's yeah. all of our updates. That is all of right? our updates. Mm-hmm. This time we're going to talk about the ick. I feel like this is week number three that I have brought up the ick. It came up in the Gen Z slang. Yep. And then I had the, wow, our timing is excellent. Josh literally just gave us the 30-minute sign. It's like 30 minutes of us just shooting shoot the shit. shit. And then <laughs> on to the topic. We're pros. We're freaking pros, y'all. Anyway, so talking about the ick. And then I had the correction corner about the ick, which is kind of like, it means sort of like your deal breakers, but also the things that people do that just like, you can't come back from it. You mm-hmm. saw them do it and you're immediately just like, yep, not, okay, ain't it, not for me. So I told Christina that we had homework for oh, these okay. episodes. I didn't specify what it was, though. Uh-huh. Okay, I just good. said they I'm had glad. homework. <laughs> I was like, don't throw me under this bus. And... I I thought, I guess, in my brain that I had done it, but I didn't. And it was to make a list. So I have a list, but Christina doesn't. So she's But I have like some, you know, back of my mind ones I've been thinking about. However, so here's the thing. She said, look at the outlines I made. There's some work for the episode. So I was like, okay. I scanned and I saw a link. And this is for a later episode. And I read an article and everything. And I was like, all right, I did it. Because she had said it's not too bad, but just a little bit of work before the episode. Okay. So I read it. Come in. She goes, do you have your list? I was like, what are you talking about? Because it doesn't say make a list. It just says topic, deal breakers or icks. This is why I couldn't be a teacher. In my brain, <laughs> Thoroughly I thought I had done it. Because in my brain, I was like, okay, and we'll make a list. <laughs> and then I didn't communicate it. And I was like, what do you mean you don't have one? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> so it's all right. We're on it. We're back. I think fast. We'll make Literally it me saying we're pros and then going in to be like, oh, and by the way, we fucked something up. <laughs> Totally. Professionals are just people who can work on the fly. Be flexible. Yep. We're making it work. 
Um, so list of icks, dirty fingernails. And I'm bringing that up only because the example that I had heard online when I figured out what icks really was, was someone saying dirty fingernails. Okay, but in which way? Because if someone like does manual labor, they're going to have gunk around their fingers. Or, yeah, like, a mechanic. that is different, Okay, I think, because it's like, it's a part of your trade that your nails are dirty. But if you're just like a regular old job, like and even job if you person. work in the trades, wash your hands. I don't know. Scrub under your nails at some point. But if it's like, I just got home from work or mm-hmm. like I've been working outside all day or I'm at work and I'm doing those things and it's like, I just haven't gotten to it yet. Fine. But if your nails are in a constant state of dirty all of the time, I don't know. I can't, I can't do it. I mean, they do make special soaps for people who, like, work with, like, grease and stuff to try and help with that. But I do get, if you're, like, a mechanic or something who's, like, always in oil, like, your mm-hmm. hands are just going to be darker. Yes. And that's a different. Like, if you're, you're a business. You're talking about, like, the dirt line under a fingernail? Yes. Like, like, like in a shrimp's body? <laughs> like, that yes, line? Yes. That is <laughs> like what I'm talking about. I'm not line. talking about your hands getting dirty. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, you look at their fingernails. First of all, I really don't like longer nails on men. Mm-hmm. keep them short and stubby even I don't really like long nails on me other women I think they look really pretty and I think when my nails are painted and they're longer they look nice but otherwise I'm like nope they mm-hmm. should be if they're unpainted I want them to be little nubby nubs <laughs> you're like I want nothing there no nails because even on me I think it's gross when they get all dirty mm-hmm. I can't do it if I see it and I look at your fingernails and it's just like Dirt, crusty, shrimp poop line. yucky, shrimp, <laughs> shrimp poop under your fingernails. Uh-uh. Nope. I can't. Blech. All right. Well, one of mine is um, people who judge. So this isn't like a, like, ick or like, I like gave Christina the ick. <laughs> it's for when, um, like, when someone does something and you're like, okay, we're not going to, this, it's going to be hard for me to move on. When people get very worked up about someone's preference of like something based on taste buds like if you don't like oh my god you don't like beer how did you not oh my god of course you you don't like freaking spinach artichoke dip like who cares Mm -hmm. if your taste buds don't like it who cares yeah taste is very specific and it's improper etiquette to like insult so if someone asks your opinion on what mm-hmm. they should get to eat, then that's your time to like make a comment about what they could choose. But if they have already chosen, it is impolite to then like shit on yeah. their food decision. It's just like who like why and it's people do that to me a lot. Yeah, but it's like why do you care? And I think I think that a lot of this is also in like the alcohol beverage world. Mm-hmm. Like there's a you know Plenty of anything about consumables people judge, but like with alcohol, it's like, oh, you only like ciders and vodka, clear drinks like vodka drinks. Oh my, like, okay. You're not a purist. Yeah. Or like, you're so like basic. How it's dare like, you not cares? be an alcoholic? Well, but it's like, who, who cares that someone only wants sweeter drinks and someone else likes smoky whiskey drinks? Like, why mm-hmm. is it a judgment of the person and you're like, like if you drink whiskey and have old fashions and bourbon, you're more like refined or elevated. But if someone wants to have a vodka lemonade or a vodka crayon, it's mm-hmm. like basic and juvenile. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a drink. It's like someone I view it. See, I'm getting really worked up about this because I I was Go someone who it. used to drink 
like ciders and vodka lemonades only. And then I got into beer and other stuff. And so now I get a lot less shit and it's, but it, she hangs out with me who still it, but, only does <laughs> that stuff. Yeah, and it's like, I don't I, drink any beers. But <laughs> the difference is I, it, it's like I used to get a lot of shit and now I don't. And so I realize how much shit I used to get now that it's mm. like gone. I'm like, it, why does it freaking matter? Yeah. Like the it's weird, just weird. The weird thing is whenever Christina and I are together with the same group of people, mm-hmm. we get treated very differently. And I think it's because like, Christina gives off the vibe that she can hang more. Like, I can take your shit. Oh, okay. Much I was better. Like I was like, which way are you going? <laughs> and I give off the vibe, I guess, that I cannot take your shit. <laughs> or not that, but if you give me shit, I will rage against the machine <laughs> a little like, bit. Flip my shit at you at some point, which I will, I'm not going to lie, that is true. I don't like to <laughs> yeah. take shit from people. <laughs> Not angrily, but so like if Christina wouldn't drink beers and wouldn't do those things, people would be like, oh, my God, you don't like beer, blah, 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 blah. But when I go places, we're with the same group of people and I'm like, I'm going to get this fruity drink or I'm going to get like a vodka soda or a Paloma or something (laughs) like I'm not going to drink beer. And people are like, oh, you don't like beer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I think beer tastes like piss. You want to drink pee? That's up to you. And that's basically my comment. And then people are like, then they go to this side where they're like trying to provide me options or like finding things I might like. Like they're coming yeah, from an like, education taste space buds. rather than like shitting on me because I won't drink it. Yeah. Well, it's just like, it's, that's what I don't get. It's someone's taste buds if they don't like it. Like I got into beer, like I started drinking beer just because I got irritated when we'd go out. And it'd be like, we buy an 18 pack of beer for a group. And then I'd have my little six pack of cider on the side. So Mm. then I just started drinking it. And also like in drinking games, you drink like shit beer. And I kind of just got used to the taste from that. And then Mm -hmm. built up and found the beer I like. But I just don't get why people get so angry about it. Like, yeah. And because then also then you feel defend like what you said, like, oh, well, well, if you want to drink pee up to you, because like, well, no, to me, it doesn't taste like pee, obviously. Yeah. You know, and so it's, it's like, like if people drink beer, I don't look at them and be like, "Ooh, you're drinking beer. beer. Like, yeah. I don't make any comment on it. I'm like, I'm just going to drink something else. But if they comment on mine, then, then you floodgates get- are open. <laughs> I'm going to shit all over you, too. Yeah. So that is one of my it's a deal breaker of mine. Yeah, it's an ick. I think I have a tendency to make a comment and be like, oh. Interesting. Like once it comes out. Yeah. Oh. Of like, oh, OK. But. I think I don't, it doesn't happen to me often because I want to try new things. Yeah, you normally do like an experimental drink. Yeah, I am most often the person other people are commenting on for like, why are you eating that? Or why are you drinking that? Or that seems gross because Mm -hmm. I'm the one usually eating the gross shit. (laughs) Because you're like, I just wanted to see. (laughs) I wanted to try it. I dip my french fries in mayonnaise and everybody think that's gross for some reason. But they do that in Europe, so I don't get why they don't know. It's so it's just, good. Well, but it's also, again, it's like, well, like who cares? Don't dip your fries in mayo. She has for mayo on the side, not on top. Get over it. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, that's that an ick. Ick. Gets me really heated. This one, I feel like, is not an ick. Like, I don't think it's like, I can never see you the same anymore, but it would be a deal breaker for me. Snoring. Oh, well, that would be very hard for Brett. So I am a occasional snorer. 
And it's not like all night or it's not like one night I'm snoring really bad and one night. It's just like throughout ev- like any night, those be little snores for me. Yeah. Little baby ones. Occasionally. She'll have like three minutes where she'll snore and then it'll stop. So I'm just, I'm an occasional, I dabble in snoring. <laughs> dabble in the, I dabble in the art of snoring. snoring. You know, and I'm really good at snoring in a way that pisses Brett off because I do a snore and it wakes her up. And then right when she goes back to sleep, I do a little to keep her awake because she stops. She does like one snore and then it stops for like five minutes and then one extra little snore. And I'm like, just to keep her awake. And so, yeah, the reason it's a deal breaker for me is because I'm a really light sleeper. Very light sleeper. Like if you I can't sleep through it, I can't do it. I have tried Mm-hmm. I'll stay in the bed with Christina for like hours before I'll leave. Yeah. So now we don't even try. So if I like spend the night, you know, with in Brett's house, in her room, there's a little couch and her bed. And I just sleep on the little couch and we make a vortex of wind and fans mm-hmm. in between her bed and the couch. So she can't hear me. Yeah. When we went to Texas... I bought like these a over- mummy suit for her head, pretty much, <laughs> because we were gonna be stuck in the room together, and there was really nowhere else for me to go. Yeah. Um, so I bought earplugs, and I bought this like eye mask that has headphones built on it, but they don't go in your ear; they're just like over your ears. And I played white noise. I didn't hear shit. Yeah, it was the great. entire night I slept like a baby. It was great for everybody. And then the weird thing was, I made noises. She's the one that made noise. She went to sleep one night. I think it was the first night we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was like a room with two queen beds. Yeah, I think in so. It. And so Josh and I were in one bed and Brett was in the other. And, you know, we were trying to be quiet because we didn't know how well her little earplug headphone system was going to work. So we were trying to stay a little more quiet. And Brett is solidly asleep. And uh, <laughs> we just hear this like, <laughs> sound. Yeah, I literally, I don't know what happened. It was just like a, <laughs> Yeah, it's just. And and I woke myself up. That's the other problem. I'm such a light sleeper. If I make noises, I wake up. So I knew I made the noise. I did it multiple nights in a row, too. It was always, you know, how when you fall asleep and you have that like trip sensation? That's what was happening. Oh, and so you. It's like like, I would be falling asleep and I'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, awake. God damn it. I was laughing. I was like, what was that? Yeah. yeah, I couldn't hear you guys though. So, so, I, but I get why I snore, like especially yeah. if someone's like a real bad snore, like that just wouldn't yeah. work. Get a CPAP machine at that point. Like you must have sleep apnea. Something must be yeah. going on. But I cannot be with a snorer. That's a good one. The last person I was with, like slept like the dead. That was the best part. No noises or movement. You're <laughs> literally dead. Just zombie. <laughs> no movement. So that works. Um. So one. So this one is a tricky one to describe, but. People who like, so I think there's a difference between talking with your mouth open and like, um, like chewing your food with your mouth open in like a really exaggerated like I can way. Watch your food move around. In your yeah, mouth. as you're talking, like oh that because there was one person who I and I distinctly like remember this moment. We were at, this is pre COVID everything. We were at this. Lar- we were at a bar. Everyone like got burgers and stuff. And it was like, kind of a larger table. And this person was across the table from me, a few people down. And I just looked over because he was talking. And he was chewing his burger and just so animatedly like moving his food and chewing as he talked. And it was very like, you're going to hate this. It's a mouth noise. So I'm sorry. But it was very like, as he talked. And <laughs> any time after that, e- no matter what we were eating, I sat way away from him. 
Because I could not. Because I get, you know, sometimes you just talk when you have food in your mouth. And you, mm-hmm. Most people do like they cover their mouth with their hand or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nope, that guy gave zero shits and that killed it. Yeah. One of my things on here is um, making mouth noises. Loud eating. That's what mm-hmm. I put on here. It's not an ick. I'm not like, oh my God, I can never see the same. But I really don't like it. You do give one of our friends a ton of shit for the sound yeah. she makes with sheets. Yeah. I give Caitlin yeah. a lot of shit for the noise. She is a lot better though. Caitlin, if you're listening, which you said you are, you're a lot better. It doesn't bother me as much now. Or <laughs> you've gotten used to it. Either that or I've gotten used to it. Exposure therapy is the proven, you know, method scientifically for those issues is exposing yourself mm. to it. I'll and just like with randomly it. make a mouth noise by you. Just yeah. occasionally. See like you, you tapped my butt earlier and I, I didn't did. even register it. It's just exposed. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like exposure therapy to being touched okay. that I don't get bothered but, anymore. So context of that is I was sitting on the couch and Brett was like... sidewalking in front of me in between the coffee table Mm -hmm. and me. So her ass was just like basically right in front of my face. And I just kind of smacked it. And then I was like, oh, Brett's not someone who likes unexpected touch. And I already, but it already happened. So I went, oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. And I just said, I didn't even register it. (laughs) It happened and I was unbothered. I have noticed recently and like, I think within the last year, really, which is funny because it's COVID and we're supposed to be not touching people. Touch doesn't bother me as much. Maybe it's also because we've been not doing things as much. So there hasn't been so much unwanted touch. Like when we used to go out and like drunk yeah, people. Like that I don't like. Like I'm still not going to be cool with a stranger like grabbing no. my me around the hips or like doing any of those things. I'm like, uh, I don't know. You don't touch me. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe that's why. It's because there's been just less yeah. unwarranted touch. So then it's just like, meh. Yeah. So like general touches don't bother me as much. Um. One that does give me the ick, like, I just can't see you the same and I will probably avoid you after this, being rude to service workers. Oh, that's, yes, that is a good one. Uh, Yeah, I struggle hard. Like, I can't unsee it. Like, don't be rude to the people. Don't be rude to your, like, wait staff. So waiters Mm -hmm. or waitresses. Don't be rude to customer service workers. Don't be rude to retail workers. Yeah. Like. And I would say there's a difference between being frustrated because something's happening. And yes. being rude. Because, like, mm-hmm. like we said a few episodes ago, like, we went to a place and, like, the service was pretty awful, you know? Yeah. But they were really nice about it. And so, sure, was it frustrating, but we were still nice to them. Yeah. Especially because most of the time it's not one person's fault. Yeah. Or one person's... Like, your server is not responsible for the wait for your food coming out. Yeah. They have no hope. They're not cooking it. And it's like... Just because you're in a rush, it doesn't mean that all these people who were here before you are suddenly going to disappear and you're now the most important person in like the restaurant. Like, just because you thought your Red Robin burger would make yeah. it in time. Yeah. Or, like, retail. Where I worked in retail for a few years. And people would yell at me because I'm like, I can't give you the discount on that item or I can't return it. It's like, that is outside of my control. I don't make the rules. And also, I don't make the system yeah. that will let me do it. Like, I can't override it. I literally cannot do it. And you yelling at me is not going to I know. That's it. one thing where people, I, especially who haven't worked in any sort of a retail or where there's a system you're working with, it's like, I literally can't. An arrow code is flying up. Like, there is nothing I can do. So yeah. you can yell at me all you want, and there is nothing... Yeah, I honestly loved when they asked for my manager because my manager was my good friend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, ask her to come out here. She's going to tell you the same fucking thing. And guess what? I'm also not going to get fired. So it's actually really hard to fire retail workers. Like they, a retail worker would have to like spit in your face or hit you or something 
for them to get fired because you asked for the manager because they couldn't give you a sale on something that wasn't for sale. Yeah, it would take a, I just. Like they have to really do something wrong and that is not them doing something wrong. But people love to say, I'm going to get you fired. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Good luck. Because I would have to have actually done something wrong for you to fire me, for me to get fired. So, yeah. But being rude to service workers is like, I will be done with you basically at that point. Unless like, so I was telling them this story before, but I ordered something from a small business. I've been ordering things from small Mm -hmm. businesses like this whole pandemic. Yeah, you do that a lot. And there's always a risk when you order from a small business. And this one was based in the UK. And they sent me... The wrong product. They sent me the wrong thing. Like she ordered a shirt and she got a completely different shirt. I ordered a sweatshirt and they gave me a t-shirt. So first of all, the t-shirt that they gave me was not even like equal in price to the thing I had actually paid for. And two, it says something on it that is like just, I'm not judging, but it's just something I will never wear. Yeah, it has a phrase on it that Brett wouldn't wear. Yeah, it's like not something I would do. So I don't want it. And I'm like, can I get the item that I actually purchased? And they're like, well, we won't pay for you to ship it back. And you'll have to like pay for the new one. Or you can just keep this one and get 30% of your money refunded back to you. And I was like, well, I'm not going to wear this. If I can't get the item, can I just get the full refund for the thing I did pay for and didn't get? And they're like, well, it's really hard during the pandemic for small businesses. So we can offer you a 50%. And I was like, I ordered multiple items. The other items were correct. I did not want my money back for the other items that I got because I liked them. I wanted the money back for the thing I paid for, did not receive, paid more for than what I actually got. Yeah. And I'll never wear it. And so I was like, I think it's fair to ask for my full refund back for that one item that I didn't get. And they're like, well, and then they just never responded to me. I don't think that was me being rude to a service worker. I think that was me being assertive kindly because I didn't swear at them I didn't say anything rude I didn't tell them they were like pieces of shit or you have terrible yeah, customer you just service like, well, I said this is a situation like from my perspective yeah I was like this is why I want my refund back and I think that that's a fair ask there's a way to be assertive mm-hmm. about what you want without being rude and if you're rude then I I have the ick yeah that one's a good one uh using a rolling backpack <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of when people would use those now at our age, but I think if you're like a businessman, you could still use a rolly backpack. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, get a briefcase or a good messenger bag or something. Well, but I know someone a rolly backpack. One of my coworkers, she does things that had to be like at event fairs and stuff, mm-hmm. and so she had a rolly bag. But that made sense because it was like filled yeah. to the brim with like f- bullshit. Yeah, that's a little different, but yeah, and I rolly guess backpacks like, aren't for me. Maybe there's some physical needs for it, but. If you have a fit like an excuse for it, like I have a bad back, I can't carry it or I can't do these things. Mm-hmm. If you have a suitcase, that's different. I'm not saying rolling suitcases <laughs> give me the ick. But if you're like in a suit and all ready to go to work and you have a fucking rolling backpack with you, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like, oh, okay. Kay. Sorry, judgy me, but I just and not for No, me. I can see that. So it's probably be my last one. Um from my sudden frantically thinking about it when we realized we were unprepared, <laughs> is hygiene, but like sp- particularly towards smells. I have a yeah. very strong me- sense of smell. Um, my old roommate used to refer to me as a fucking bloodhound, is what he would say. <laughs> he would be across from me like, you fucking bloodhound. Because I would come out of my bedroom and be like, 
what's burning? And he'd be like, I blew out a candle in my bedroom and the door shut. How do you smell that? I'd be like, I smell the smoke. <laughs> so if someone, and I'm not, like, if you just, like, worked out or if I'm by someone at the gym and I smell bad, like, who who cares? You're in a gym. Like, that's going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't that's bother That's not me. really about your hygiene. But if you're going to, like, a hangout, you know, you're going to someone at dinner and it's, like, smells a B.O. or, like, your breath is rank. And I don't mean, like, you had garlic fries, but, like, you need to brush your teeth or, like, you can see the actual, like, tartar on their teeth. Yeah. Smells that are apparent from From, lack of hygiene. Yeah. That drives me. That just, it's really hard for me just because I have a strong sense of smell. And so I'm like, please. Just because I feel like it's not that hard. Yeah. Like, take a shower. Basic self-care. Yeah. And- Obviously, like, if someone, like, all of a sudden started smelling everything, I'd be like, How, how's it going mental health-wise? What's going on? Yeah. But just, you know, there's just some people who it's just not, seems to be a priority for them, and I Yeah, struggle. they just, like, don't care. Yeah, one of my things on here was not showering or being dirty. hmm Like, I'm not saying, like, oh, you don't wash your hair every day, or, like, oh, you don't do this. You just came home from work and you're gross. But, like, you just don't shower <laughs> ever. Yeah. You just smell all the time. Like, uh, no, not for mm-hmm. me. I can't do it. And I'm not saying I'm hating on all these people, but I'm probably not going to date them. Nope. I'm I, like, yeah. sorry about it. Everybody gets to have their uh, taste and their, and their preferences, opinions. and that's one of them. Yeah. Since you're out of them, I'm going to pick some of Keep mine going, that are, yeah. like, pretty. So not taking a joke and getting mad easily. Yeah. That's an ick for me. I'm sorry, but, like, just my family, the group of people I spend time with. We like to give each other shit. They're really not the people you should be around if you can't take a joke. Yeah. I can understand if it's, like, on someone's, like, an insecurity that constantly, and they get, like, defensive. Yeah. But if you can't handle a single thing ever being said about you ever, like, lighten up. Especially if you are also doling it out to other people. Yeah. If you are giving shit to other people, but you can't take a single comment your way. Don't dish it if you can't take it. Yeah. Like, Be very kind if you can't take it, is essentially. Yeah. And I do know people who don't dish it. Yeah. Because they and also like don't. Because they don't like it. And usually those people don't get it directed at them. Yeah. Because they're like, well, I just don't really, you know. I feel like yeah. the, and they can laugh when other people do it, but like this yeah. is not their thing. Like they don't get targeted very often. Yeah. So people who are like, they just can't take a joke, then that's I that's not for me. Um, Mansplaining. Oh, I hate being mansplained. mansplained. I like can't control the anger Mm -hmm. that comes from me when people mansplain to me. Yes. Or they talk to me like I don't know what I'm doing or like make. I um, one time went to Lowe's for like. Like a product and I asked the dude, I was like, I am looking for this. And he he didn't know what it was. I was looking for this thing called white lithium grease. You put it on like screws and stuff when you're putting tension on them. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I was looking for. I was like, I am looking for this. And he was like, um, I don't know what that is. And I ex- like was explaining what it does. And he was like, <laughs> like offering like WD-40 and shit. I was like, that's the, I'm putting it on a screw. I don't want it to slip. It's too light. Mm-hmm. And the guy was just like so mansplaining me and acting like, and he literally was like, well, maybe it's more of like a crafting thing. Like, do you think like Joanne's or something would have that? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> it was so like, annoying. How are you going to mansplain something to me that you don't even you know, know what, what it, it is? is? 
Yeah. I just, ugh. Yeah. I, mm-mm, you mansplained to me and I'm like, uh, it's not that I, I mean, that happened once with my last partner and it's not like I dumped him because of it, but I was definitely like, don't do that again. It's all, And it well, was very evident that I was upset. <laughs> it happened yes, at in the a car. restaurant. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, There was, what was I going to say? I forgot. Whatever. Move on. Um, One that's sort of related is seriously arguing or being argumentative. Like, I don't like it when people pick fights. There's one thing to, like, tease someone and, like, make jokes and give each other shit. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But to just, like, argue everything I say. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. And disagree with literally everything I say or want to argue with me about it. I'm like, that's exhausting. Yes, it's It's exhausting for you're on guard all the time. He's like, no, I'm not going to argue with you about literally everything I say. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, clearly, Ooh. if all we're doing is disagreeing with each other, we are not right for each other. <laughs> I have one now. Came in my mind. Like, being uber attentive. And this is coming, like, I'm aware of how privileged this sounds. This is not a, for everyone. About, like, nickel and diming how much everyone owes someone for something. Oh, yeah. Be, like... And I and I don't mean like if you're doing a big trip and like someone bought like plane tickets, like obviously, yes. Yeah. But I'm talking about like if you are friends where money isn't like we are lucky enough or like we're not entirely focused on how much everything costs yeah. right now. For example, Christina and Josh bought me coffee. Yeah. I am not going to send here. her a Venmo request saying here is how much your coffee costs. Because Brett also when she's coming over will be like, I'm getting coffee. Do you want coffee? Like mm-hmm. things like that. And like, sure, sometimes like the scale gets tipped where Brett's come to me more times. So then she went like maybe three or four drinks before I bought her one. Yeah. You but know? we don't keep track. No. Either. We're just like, meh. Or like, we'll go somewhere and we'll eat and like, I'll just get all the ice cream. Or yeah. like, Josh will get the ice cream or whatever will happen. And we're not all like, you owe me this much money. Sometimes yeah. we'll just say like, not to the other person. But like, send me a Venmo request. I will pay you back. Or yeah. And sometimes it'll be it like. And they're like, oh, to send me the total. And I was like, oh. you know, like yeah. sometimes if we did something, I'd be like, eh, 15 bucks ish. It's like if you can't afford to buy for other people, that's, totally that's fine. Totally like, fine. If like money is a concern, like that is no problem. Mm-hmm. But if I know that's not the case and it's very like, okay, well, I ordered this and you ordered this and, it, and it's like, it's like, well, then don't do joint payments. If you don't like if this is yeah. so stressful, we don't have to do joint payments and just say that. Yeah, I agree. I don't really like that. I also don't like um, being expected to pay for other people's things. Like, it's one thing if I offer to do that, but for, like, people to just expect me to pay for something, it goes... Like, to cover the group and then get in mode? Yeah. Um, But not even that. I think this more happens to men, where men in a relationship are, like, expected to pay for everything. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Like, in the last, I used to fight to pay for stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I have money. I make money, too. It's not fair to expect you to pay for everything. And I would feel the same way if they just expected me to pay for everything. Yeah. Like, Like if you have a job. Like, I'm working. I make money. I can pay for things. Like, that's why I make money, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I agree with that one. Um, This one, I think, is, like, pretty general. Being homophobic, racist, or prejudiced in general. Yeah. That's a deal breaker. Yeah, easy. My I feel family, like, do we, yeah. do we need to talk about that one? <laughs> First of all, I'm brown. Second of all, my family is the rainbow in terms of like LGBTQIA2S, et cetera. 
et cetera, et cetera. Um, so like all of those things, I'm really close to my family. I love my family. We hate each other, but we love each other. Like Like hate each other sometimes like family. Um, if you are against any of those things, I literally can't see you the same. Yeah. Like if if I find something out about you and it's just like, mm, like you're struggling to, and you're like, I just don't, it's one thing to not understand. It's another thing to be like denying rights. (laughs) Yeah. And it's one thing to not understand, but then in your process of learning, defending the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Like we had a conversation with someone who I really did like. Like they were a cool dude. Um, and they like argue not they didn't argue, they asked questions about Black Lives Matter and like kind of defended the opposite side when trying to understand it. And I was just like, oh, that like they th- and it was also the parts that they defended of like this is why they I mean Technically, statistically, like black people make up for more aggressive crimes in the U.S., so it makes sense why they're more policed. That comment, I was like, oh. So it's like you do want to learn more, and I understand that part, but also defending that part of it, I didn't agree with. I don't think that person's terrible, but I didn't really see them the same after that. I think they're still a good dude overall, and I think they were trying to learn, but that feeling stuck with me. Yeah, it's a tricky thing to get over. So not that person specifically gave me the ick and I will never, well, I guess technically in that moment, but I'm over it now. I was like, oh, they were learning. They were trying to figure it out. It was a tense time in the United States and like they don't do anything else that's prejudiced. So like whatever. But if you're just outwardly homophobic, racist, prejudiced, uh uh-uh, not for me. Yeah. Or you're just not supportive of whenever like anything occurs. Like if you're like, "Mm, okay. Like, yeah. you're just silent as opposed to supportive when you should be supportive. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, some that I thought were funny. Uh, pet names. Don't <laughs> mind. I fucking hate pet names. Uh, Honey, baby, pookie, bookie, bear. Pookie, bookie, bear. I like that one. <laughs> Josh and I used to um, purposely call each other the most annoying mm-hmm. terms of endearment we could. Um, because we like we're hanging out with this couple that would exclusively use terms of endearment, and they also <laughs> took it as an insult if their name was used. Like they like sweetie bubby. So they would be bickering, honey, baby. Bear. They would be bickering and <laughs> saying terms of endearment. It'd be like, okay, honey. Well, I am. Well, babe. It's like j- babe. Yeah. So I think you can do. I think there's a difference between babe and babe. Babe is funny. <laughs> and Josh and I went through a phase of calling each other sweet cheeks because that's disgusting. Like, what? Why? So we would, so it's like things like that. See, the thing is, it doesn't really bother me when people do it to eat like each other. Mm-hmm. Other people do it. I don't, I'm not really phased or I don't really notice. But if someone does it to me, I'm like, oh, don't call me baby. I'm an adult. <laughs> Don't come a it's baby. No, it's a no for me. No sweetie, no honey. And my other funny thing was like being too nice to me and not in the like generally being nice, but like being too comp- complimentary ah, or it. like gushing over me That's what- or like doing those things. I'm just like, it like gives it like literally gives me like a shiver of like, I don't like that. Because I also think it also seems like a little fake, it, like laying it on thick, you know? Yeah. Like, be genuine with your compliments mm-hmm. for it to be felt 
don't just say nice things because you feel like you need to. Like I said in a past episode, like if you tell me like you like my outfit or like, oh, are those new jeans? Those look really nice. Like I can take those things and I like those kinds of compliments. But they're just like, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Like I can't take my eyes off you. Or Literally, I want to gag. I can't. Like you could go again. Other people doing it to each other. And I'm sure there are some people who are listening to us right now. We're like, oh, my God, I... I don't I don't agree with them at all. Great. That's for you. There is for a me, community out there for you that yeah. we are not a part of. For me specifically, don't do it to me. I don't like it. Do it to each other. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. They love each other so much. Blah, blah, blah. Don't do it. I like I don't see it on TV and I'm like, <laughs> like I watch yeah. Say Yes to the Dress and they're like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. I'm like, <laughs> how sweet. But if I was doing that and they're like, you're the most beautiful yeah. woman I've ever seen, I'd be like, Please don't. I mean, even like out of relationship, like friendship wise, like when I was trying on my wedding dress, like there wasn't many. This is not. We weren't gushing. No. there Yeah. There wasn't any. gush. It was like, all right, I think this may be the one, blah, blah, blah. You know, and we were like talking about like, oh, that one's pretty. This looks nice. And then I think you had said you were made like kind of teared a little bit when I. Like, oh, when she tried on the dress. Yeah. I literally said like, I feel like I'm going to cry. And I and. <laughs> But, like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, you're so gorgeous. It was just like. I literally said, I, I feel like I'm going <laughs> to Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was clearly a strong yes, yes. <laughs> from me. But it's not like I was gushing. No. Though, yeah. I, like, I liked it enough that I felt like I was going to cry. Emotional. Um, What's another one that's funny? I thought. Um, Oh. Uh, this one's not funny, but bragging about your sexual experience. Oh, that one's annoying. I come up with an. I came up with another one. Okay, we'll do one more. Okay. Yours will be the last one. Then yeah. We'll wrap. Yeah, I think that one's annoying. Also, it just uh, it's juvenile. It reminds me of high school. Yeah, like it reminds me. Do you remember those um jelly bands they used to wear, and they would signify what you've done? And so uh-huh. people who wanted to put forth that they were more pr- promiscuous had like jelly bands like up to their elbow mm-hmm. to be like these are all the things I've done with this many people, it's and like, it was like each color represented something different. I don't mind that you've done that. Like, mm-hmm. you've had sex with a ton of people. Good for Great. you. I don't really care about your number. Like, in a relationship, body I'm not count. asking that person about their body count. Or if I do, it's mostly because I am chronically curious and I just like to know these things. Yeah. I think this is something just that like a- actually kind of made the last person sort of uncomfortable is my, like, curiosity about all things. Yeah, Brett doesn't know when to stop a conversation if it's because she wants to know more. Yeah, I just keep going. And he very much humored me and answered all of my questions, but he was like, this is kind of uncomfortable that you want to know all of this stuff. And I was like, it doesn't bother me. I'm not jealous. I don't have an issue yeah, knowing these things. Yeah, you're looking at it from afar. I'm just very curious about your thing, like your history, I guess. And mm-hmm. for most people, I am just really curious. But like, so your body count and all of those things, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's like that character um, from New Girl. brag. The character from New Girl who thought he was hot shit. Um, the bro-y dude roommate. Schmidt? Yeah. It was like Schmidt. <laughs> like, yeah. that is, like, kind yeah. of the thing where it's like, oh, well, I've done, like, okay, who cares? Mm-hmm. Just bragging to other people about it, being like, oh, I'm so great because I, like, raw dogged some chick raw in the car some shit. It's like, <laughs> I literally don't care. Like, I don't see you as some, like, amazing, cool person because you did that. Because you raw My last one's really mundane in comparison. <laughs> but it did, I was like, actually, I think it would be, I mean, obviously I'm getting married, but like, 
in general, if someone is not doesn't like pets, oh, I really and it's I get there's different levels. Like some people don't like their dogs on their couch or like that. Sure, I really do see someone differently though. If they're like, but if I they're don't like, like I don't like pets, and they like, I have a dog and a cat, and when they come over to my house and I can see that they're like mm, about them, like you're in their house. Let's be clear, you yeah. being a human. Doesn't mean you have more rights in this space. No. Like, like that's your, their this space. Is, this is their space. You came over here knowing we have a dog and a cat. If you didn't want to come over, you could have said, hey, I'm not really into pets. Can we go out to a bar? I'd be like, well, that's weird, but okay. Mm-hmm. But don't come over to my house and then be like, mm, about my yeah. pets. And it's different to be afraid of animals yeah. than to just not like them. If you're afraid of them, that's traumatic very ex- differently to yeah, me. Yeah, and if you had like a traumatic experience, something happened, sure. Or obviously like, allergies yeah but if you're just like i just don't like them they're dirty they're nasty they're smelly i don't like them animals are so pure Uh, yeah i don't understand why you would not like them like choosing not to have one is different than not liking them yes they're expensive they're a lot of work like fine but that doesn't mean that i'm not gonna be fucking stoked if i show up to a party and there's a dog there (laughs) yeah well and i always so my dog is a dog who doesn't really like strangers (laughs) and she is she is a Which circle is, of trust person, but once you are in that circle of trust, mm-hmm. she is like just a I was marshmallow of a dog. I was literally about to say it's so unfortunate because she is literally so sweet. So if she sweet. likes you. But if she doesn't, she you're not in that circle of trust yet, you ain't getting shit from her. Yeah. She will not like she is not gonna lean onto your leg for a side pet. Like mm-hmm. she is, mm-mm. she's not going to bring you no toys. She's no. not going to do any of that. She she's is going gonna, to like, take the treats out of your hand that you're trying to give to her to make um, her like you. And she will walk away. Yeah. But if she likes you, I'm in this circle of trust. Yeah. Obviously. Literally the sweetest dog ever. <laughs> like she's, she is so, and she's really easy. Yeah. She just really just wants to sit next to you on the couch and just sleep. Yes. Like I've dog sat her multiple times now and it's like, First of all, if I dog sit for a friend or anybody, I don't make them pay me because um, if you're going to let me stay in your house and I just get to hang out with your pets, that's fine with me. (laughs) Um, I tried to refuse when your siblings asked me to watch their dog. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when I was leaving, she's like, what's your Venmo? I was like, you don't have to pay me to do this. I literally sat in your house and watched you season two and force fed your dog some vitamins. (laughs) And literally that was it. Like, yeah. you don't have to pay to do I that. think you didn't you leave without giving it. And so then they asked me. I was like, yeah, here you go. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. If someone tries to pay me, I'm like, sure. If someone wants to yeah. pay someone else, I'm like, sure. And I like how your dad knows that. If ever we help around the house, like mm-hmm. moving something or whatever, <laughs> her dad doesn't. He'll try and hand money to Josh. Josh goes, oh, no, thank you. And I just put my hand out next <laughs> to Josh. I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> mm-hmm. My dad literally sent me the money to send to them. For helping us move the storage units. He's like, they won't take it from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, I will do it then. But yeah, if you don't like animals, I feel like, why? I just can't yeah. understand why. Why I just, not? I struggle with that one. And it makes mm-hmm. me be like, mm. yeah. They feel more clinical as like a person. Like, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. But those were our icks. I have more on my list. If you anybody is interested in Around hearing more of our of judgments, our, our blanket our, judgments our of blanket people. Judgments. <laughs> Um, then we'll do another one. Interact with us. Please interact with us on our socials. Literally, if I need to apologize to you, I want to be able to do it sooner than the next podcast episode. Mm -hmm. I would love to like 
know you as more than just a state or city. Yeah, from where if you, you want to like comment from. on something or even just like do a little Q and A, say what you want to know more about, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, like just seeing that anybody was listening to us was the biggest serotonin boost and so exciting. The the group and, chat got very excited. For yeah, a little bit, and I really. Really do want to hear more from people. So our Instagram is aimless underscore and underscore arbitrary. Our TikTok is also aimless underscore and underscore arbitrary. If you just type in aimless and arbitrary, you'll find us. Yeah. Um, just type in aimless and, and if you can't spell arbitrary. <laughs> it will we'll show up. But yeah, definitely go follow us. Interact with us. Mm-hmm. Um, leave yep. us some reviews on. Uh, please leave us some reviews. I was trying to uh, game the system and listen to our podcast and give it a five-star review on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And it literally was like, you need more listeners before the rating will show. And I was like, rude. <laughs> <laughs> so come rate us, love us, or hate us. You know, if you want to hate on love us. Love me just, hate me. That is the question. <laughs> yes. If you want to hate us, leave us a five-star review and leave your hate it's comment. It's a golden compromise. Um, yeah. Have a good one, everybody. Yep. Mm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>